Supreme Court taking a Second Amendment case. It's been a long time. A long time coming. Or maybe we've been better off because they didn't know how those cases were going to go. What if they were taking cases that would become settled law and they didn't go the way uh, Second Amendment practitioners wanted it to go? Maybe sometimes patience is everything. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Tony Katz today. Cam Edwards uh, joins us. He is the editor over at BearingArms.com. B-E-A-R-I-N-G. Get it? The right to keep and bear arms. BearingArms.com. You also hear him here uh, from time to time uh, filling in, and I greatly appreciate it. This is your Ballywick, man. This is what you do. Let's start with what this case is about, which is really as I see it, and you'll correct me if I'm wrong, this is about whether or not states have to be shall-issue states or whether or not they can continue to be in areas or in the state itself may issue states. Yeah, I, I think that uh, generally uh, you're correct, Tony. I mean, this is a challenge to the may issue licensing laws in New York State that give broad discretion to judges and sheriffs and police chiefs to decide who has demonstrated a, a justifiable need to carry a firearm because the average citizen doesn't possess the right to carry a firearm in self-defense in the state of New York. You have to present yourself as somebody special, that there have to be some sort of, you know, unique circumstances uh, in your life that elevate you and in your right of self-defense above that of the average citizen. Now, to make sure we're saying that in, in its most plain English, there's nothing in the Constitution that says you have to prove to another person why you need it. The whole idea of proving need, is that's the question of the tyrants. Why do you need uh, a, a, a firearm? Why do you need to make uh, that speech? Why do you need due process? All the, That's, that's a, a tyrannical uh, kind of question. But we certainly see in New York, we certainly see this in, in counties in California, like Los Angeles County, where the Constitution is not enough for them. You have to provide this pressing need. What, in your experience, as you've been following this, has ever worked or been classified as, yes, that's a pressing need. You need to have a a, a, a concealed carry permit. What has been granted? Well, in theory, let's say you uh, carry large sums of money. Uh, you're a small business owner. You uh, make deposits late at night. Uh, theoretically, that, that might elevate you. That might give you a special need. Uh, if you can document a specific ongoing threat against your life, uh, that might qualify. But if you live in a high-crime neighborhood, that doesn't matter. Uh, if, if you've been the victim of a crime in the past, that doesn't matter. And most importantly, your right to keep and bear arms doesn't matter. And I would also say, too, in practice, Tony, what we've seen is that there are many people who have dangerous jobs, uh, you know, are, are, are in dangerous situations. They've been denied a, a license to carry. But in New York State, uh, you know, if you're Howard Stern, if you're Donald Trump, if you are powerful, if you are wealthy and if you're connected, you can get a license when the average citizen can't. 
Talking to Cam Edwards of BearingArms.com. So this case is about New York. And what New York had said is, you can have a gun in your home. You can have a gun at a, at a, at a firing range, um, at a gun range. Uh, but that's it. As a matter of fact, the only way you can transport a gun is if the gun is unloaded. It's into it's different from the uh, ammunition, and you're bringing it to the gun range or back to your house. There's no other place you're allowed to have a firearm. Don't even ask. And this is the question that the the Supreme Court is going to be addressing: whether or not that's a violation of the Second Amendment itself. Well, not exactly. Uh, what you just what? described was a New York City law that, that was challenged by the Supreme Court, was accepted. A uh, case challenging that law was accepted by the Supreme Court last year. And New York City actually changed the law in question to, to moot the case. So this isn't dealing with the, with the transportation of firearms. This is dealing, again, with who gets a license to actually carry a firearm. And the individual plaintiffs, along with the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association that have sued the state of New York, look, the individual plaintiffs, they've all gone through the required training. They're not prohibited persons. They meet all of the statutory requirements to get a license. But the sheriff, or in uh, some cases a, a county judge, has said, nah, that's not good enough. Uh, you know, you, 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 you may have gone through all that training. You may be a responsible gun owner, but um, just because you want to carry a gun because you're afraid that you might be the victim of a violent crime. Well, that's no reason for you to actually carry a firearm. I had asked before, you know, the reasons that they would find acceptable. But, of course, the conversation is, who are they to find any reason <laughs> acceptable? When you, when you take a look at... Um, where this court is and the decisions they have made in the past, Cam, uh, where do you feel this is going to go? Because even Ruth Bader Ginsburg, when we talk about uh, the Heller decision, which I thought would have solved all of this, by the way, not being the expert you are, um, even agreed that, yes, you have the right to keep and, and bear arms. How do we think when we look at this court right now, how do we think this is playing out? Well, you know, so I think folks need to uh, set some reasonable expectations, right? We're, we're not talking about um, the Supreme Court declaring all, you know, licensing laws invalid and, and moving every state to constitutional carry. Um, that, that's not what uh, the plaintiffs are asking for, and I don't think that's what the court is going to do. What, what I'm hopeful that the court will do, however, is to say that these type of may issue laws violate the constitutional rights of Americans. Look, we have 42 states right now that are shall issue in terms of their concealed carry licenses. We have eight states that are may issue. New York is one of them. California, Maryland, New Jersey, a couple, just a handful of other states still have these laws on the books. Uh, when Illinois became the last state in the union to adopt right to carry, they adopted a shall issue system. When Washington, D.C., had its uh, May issue laws challenged in court, and they were struck down. They didn't appeal to the Supreme Court. They adopted a shall issue system as well. This is uh, this is what is in place across most of the country. Uh, and my hope is that the Supreme Court will say, look, that's the law of the land. You can have training requirements if you want, uh, but you cannot simply create some sort of two-tiered system where some folks get to exercise their right to bear arms while the vast majority of citizens don't. 
talking to Cam Edwards of BearingArms.com. Now let's get into what happens when the Supreme Court makes a decision. Because, I mean, this, this is the story, right? You have discussed before on this program that sometimes you're lucky when the Supreme Court doesn't take a case because the truth is they're not ready for it. And the last thing you want is for them to be engaged in something when they're not ready for it. So now, here it is. What happens if they go in favor of people getting their their uh, their ability to, to carry? And what happens if they go opposed? Well, you know, if if they were to, I mean, there's a lot that could happen, honestly. Uh, It it really depends on how broadly uh, this decision comes down. It could apply specifically to New York State's licensing laws. Um, There could be language in an opinion that would uh, impact may issue laws in in, in all of those eight states that still have them on the books. Um, Obviously, I'm hoping for a, a broader ruling that doesn't just apply to New York State, but also applies to California and Maryland and New Jersey, um, uh, you know, if the court goes the other way, which I have to say, I'm, I don't really see that. I don't really see this court upholding New York's licensing laws. Um, then what that would mean is that states would be free to adopt these sort of discretionary issues and discriminatory uh, gun licensing laws. We would see more people criminalized and put in prison for simply bearing an arm in public, even if they had no violent criminal intent. Uh, already we're seeing this in New York State. Uh, a couple of years ago, a woman named, uh, uh, oh shoot, I'm blanking on her name now. She works for uh, Salon Magazine. She spent two months in the Brooklyn gun court. And what she found is that 70% of the defendants there were young black males without any serious criminal history. And the only charge that they were facing was carrying a gun without a license. And they're looking at three and a half years in prison as a result of doing that. So if the Supreme Court were to uphold New York's laws, then we'll see more of that, Uh, particularly in Democrat-run states. We will see more people criminalized for trying to exercise their right to keep and bear arms. Before I let you go, uh, Cam Edwards, we've seen some other bits of legislation from people like Sheila Jackson Lee, representative from Texas, and others about uh, wanting uh, databases to be public about who has firearms, about how much ammunition you have, about registering uh, ammunition. Uh, as it stands, uh, where where does that exist in in the uh, congressional hierarchy? Is this just talk for the, the sake of talk, or are they actually going to try and do these things? Well, I, I think they're going to try, but I think at the moment the uh, the votes are not there in the Senate, You know, which is why you continue to hear the uh, rhetoric about getting rid of the filibuster, uh, because you know that, that right now is the roadblock. I mean, it is the one hurdle between uh, the anti-gun agenda of Sheila Jackson Lee, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer, and the rest, uh, and, and our right to keep and bear arms. And it, it's kind of a scary prospect to think that, you know, the one thing standing between the way of a gun ban uh, in our Second Amendment is Joe Manchin uh, in Kirsten Cinema, but but that is the case right now. And Manchin has, you know, he's repeatedly said, "I'm not interested in getting rid of the filibuster. I think it should take 60 votes for things to get through the Senate." Uh, and as long as he holds firm to that position, then I, I, I think that um, Biden's gun control agenda is dead in the water in Congress. 
That is Cam Edwards, E-D-W-A-R-D-S. Cam Edwards on uh, the Twitter box, BearingArms.com. You should check it out for yourself. Uh, Cam, always good to be with you. More coming up. I'm Tony Katz. I spent a lot of time talking about my pillow, and now Mike Lindell, he's done it again, introducing the new My Slippers. My Slippers took two years to develop. They ensure the highest quality and comfort. They're designed for all day indoor or outdoor wear. The My Slippers are made with quality leather suede and the exclusive three tier cushioning system. This combines layers of My Pillow fill, impact gel, and comfort memory foam to absorb impact and relieve pressure. Your feet will never feel the same. Whether you prefer the moccasin or slip-on style, my slippers are available in a variety of colors and sizes. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new my slippers. Go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener square, enter promo code Tony, or call 800-873-0758. And while you're there, take advantage of all the discounts on all the my pillow products, the Giza Dream bed sheets, the my pillow mattress topper, the my pillow towel sets. You can only save 40% on the new slippers with the promo code Tony. That's mypillow.com today. You don't have to miss any part of Tony Katz today. Solve that problem by subscribing to the podcast at Rumble.com. Rumble is a video sharing service like the Tube Guys, but they aren't playing around with demonetizing and deplatforming content they don't like. I'm on Rumble because Rumble.com allows me to be, well, me. Go to Rumble.com, search for Tony Katz, T-O-N-Y-K-A-T-Z, and subscribe today. That's Rumble.com. Search for Tony Katz and subscribe to the Tony Katz Today podcast. Enjoy it and share it every day. The Tony Katz Today podcast at Rumble.com. Weekends are not a time for politics or news or the craziness of the world. Weekends are a time for friends and family, pouring a well-crafted spirit and maybe smoking a luxurious cigar. Each week, Eat, Drink, Smoke reviews cigars and craft spirits and gives you news that will make you interested, not angry. Eat, Drink, Smoke with cigar aficionado Tony Katz and America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. The perfect complement to your weekend activities. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Find out more at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. 